tap is back and it's better than ever for December hair. We're back again. Again, again, again. Hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, big old tortoise in the hair after a nice little month hiatus. We're in the studio, aka our desks, and we are going to chat about some stuffs. A little chit chat. How you doing, Thor, dude? How's the life of one and a half kids going? Oh, it's just fantastic, man. Busier than ever, going crazy, clearly. But uh, somehow, someway, we finally got here after multiple delays, multiple cancellations, multiple pushes and rainy day things. We are ready to rumble. Dude, we have so much to talk about today. What do we have on the docket, man? I think we're going to chat a little bit about uh, some Snyder Cut. How much we hype that up. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldiers, that's pretty awesome. And that's going on right now. And then uh, basketball is getting pretty exciting, especially for the teams we enjoy cheering for. So why don't we talk about them? Uh, yeah, man, that sounds uh, pretty fantastic. So first of all, let's hop into the Snyder Cut. Yeah, it's the and- only thing that was going to keep HBO Max afloat i know i know yes and it has it blew up now you're seeing all these restore 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 uh restore the snyder cut uh bring back batfleck all these different campaigns and you know what man in today's age it probably is going to happen at at this point there's no point in wb not taking those steps yes (laughs) <laughs> all right so dude i mean we've been talking about this forever i know it's like a running joke to somehow incorporate snyder cut into all of our episodes listen thor uh I th- i'm gonna take this because oh, oh okay okay it's take been it away, you dude. know this has been uh you guys might consider the snyder cup cup drop snyder cut drop more important to thor than his own kid's birthday because uh honestly it might have been i don't know we, we're not totally sure but uh thor let's get your initial thoughts lot, can i get a one out of five thorts for uh, or you know give us your review and then where you landed on our on the thort scale all right so here's what i'll say um so as soon as we kick off obviously you see that it's going to be oh this is going to be spoiler heavy so if anybody has not seen justice league please bail out now well yes thank you for clarifying the snyder cut of justice league zach snyder's uh snack snyder's justice league um, so with that being said, let's get into it. So it comes into the four, three aspect ratio that immediately kind of gave me more of the theater feel. So I'm like, all right, check that box for not feeling like a Netflix movie. Boom. That was, check. that was pretty cool. Also um, on HBO max also a check box for not feeling like a Netflix movie. Yes. Uh, so what I will say, man, it's basically, I mean, it's the same beats as the other story. It's just a lot more filled in. And uh, mm-hmm. I would say the ending was more changed up than anything. But mm-hmm. I mean, the, for the first three quarters of the movie, it was essentially the same story beats. It was just basically like, you know, where they would have cut. Um, and you're like, oh, wow, I wish they really would have went back and explained that a little bit more. It, it, Zack Snyder was like, yeah, here's 20 minutes of him talking to his mom. 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Here's uh, 45 minutes of something that... <laughs> Isn't important, but we're gonna dig real. Yes, back. no, it, it felt so much better. It uh, it it all looked like Zack Snyder's uh, style. It looked, uh, not, it didn't start off with Superman having a mustache issue. So I was in, man. I uh, I liked it. The Wonder Woman scene that, oh, and I know I'm gonna throw out negatives, but overall I did like it. But I have to first bring up the fact that every time Wonder Woman showed up, it was like, ah! <laughs> like, all right, cool, I'm in. But like give her like do the theme song that made her so popular. Okay, keep going with that. And then like every time she did something, it was like block a bullet. (laughs) So that kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, I was in on the music and I know the Junkie XL originally did uh, a score for the movie and then did a new score for this version because it was more of a completed version. but no, I thought it was look great. I, I loved Batman in this much more than previously. Um, he didn't have like the little quips. He didn't have the little jokes. Uh, yeah, it was more of a complete film. Um, obviously, Cyborg was meant to be the star of this film a little bit more than Joss Whedon had allowed. And if you've been paying to anything movie, pay attention to anything movie related, there's a huge uh, thing going on with WB and Ray Fisher. Yeah. And Ray Fisher, we get it, man. We get it. <laughs> yeah, we, we get it, man. And now you see you see why he's so upset 
that this version was not released. So, I mean, you could you could absolutely argue that this changes the trajectory of his career. Oh, and it, I would, wouldn't even argue it. I think that's a clear-cut fact at this yeah. point. Even yeah. we're, we're a year removed from when it could have been released, and here it is. You know, I don't expect to see Ray Fisher doing much more going forward, which is unfortunate. Yeah. He did a great job in this in this cut. I still think there's a possibility he's in the new Flash movie. I'll put actually hard money on it because if Ezra Miller's hanging around, then I feel like Ray Fisher should be in that. And he was I mean, originally I think in the first. Cyborg one, so. might be in it. Whether it's Ray Fisher playing Cyborg is. Uh, oh, I feel like there would be so much backlash to that. It's not even funny. Yeah, but it's hard for you to call out your director and then continue to to work Agreed. in that in that environment. So yeah. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so you know, moving forward, you can like I really liked the action scenes. Um, I really liked the buildup of the team, but obviously he had four hours to do that. So <laughs> yeah, that it's it's just a little bit different. And to tell you the truth, you know, I know the Steppenwolf design was different. I know some of the decisions and some of the, the other scenes were inserted were a little bit different. But overall, I mean, it there wasn't a, as much change as I thought there was. Like okay. the stuff, the stuff that I distinctly noticed in Josh's cut, um, that was his. You know, you could clearly say like, all right, this was Josh Whedon's. But like other things that I thought was Josh Whedon's, it was Snyder instead. Yeah. So okay, and, yeah. And, you know, and then um, I definitely thought at some point it felt like kind of a music video in terms of you know when the uh, when the Flash saves Iris. And like every time they go to do anything, it's like everything's just slow mode. They play slow the song. Mode, the theme right. of the movie. Right. It's the theme of the movie. Uh, I love the uh, Aquaman scene to the beginning. I was really thrown off by the the uh, the little girls singing at the water. I'm like, all right, yeah. this is cool for like 10 seconds. And it went for like two minutes. That was super <laughs> creeped out. <laughs> yeah, it was super creepy. Right. So, uh, but at the same time, there was great little scenes, you know, especially between like Bruce and Diana and Bruce, like getting on the plane after he tries to go recruit Aquaman, uh, just like little things with Jeremy Irons. I loved Alfred so much more in this than I did in Batman versus Superman and in Justice League. Uh, what's up? Can I ask? Yeah. Who's a better Alfred, Jeremy Irons or Michael Caine? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I don't know. I, I think Jeremy is my Alfred. Uh, now, I right, agree. When, when you Michael- say better. What do you mean? Do you mean okay, more so more I, accurate to the character or a better a better this is, character? This is a great question because I, you know, you know the character better than I do. And I in my head, I feel like Michael Caine is a better embodiment, but I feel like I enjoyed Jeremy Irons as uh, Alfred more. Agreed. Uh, I'm with you. Alfred is definitely more of like the hard nose, more like military hardened. And Michael Caine is more of the embodiment. All right. Totally yeah. with you on that. Yes, okay, cool. that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they really highlighted that Diana, obviously, I built up there was more uh, with her figuring out what was going on with dark side. I liked all that stuff where she was pretty much playing, uh, you know, Wonder Woman, Tomb Raider. Uh, we're dr- mm-hmm. jumping into the caves. Uh, yeah. We obviously saw the dark side build up. Uh, what did you think of Steppenwolf's design in this opposed? Not necessarily. A, all right. Forget the other one happened. What do you think of his design? I mean, I so the big thing for me, I actually didn't watch Joss Whedon's Justice League until after Snyder Cut. Yep. So that's a big thing for me. You know, my Justice League is now Zach's, the Zack Snyder Cut because that's the first one I saw. Uh, Steppenwolf, I thought he it was done well. I thought that uh, it was I was thrown off that it was cut so much in the theatrical release, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure what you want me to say. Oh, uh, no, I was just curious what you <laughs> thought of him as an overall villain, you know, yeah. compared to seeing something as like to an Avengers where you have somebody like Loki, um, you know, because I was still, you know, all right, he looked better in this. He had better motives in this, but I still disagree with the fact that they choose Steppenwolf as the villain. That's still an overarching issue that I have. Yeah, well, they were saving the, the good villains for Justice League 2, 3, 4, the Snyder Cuts. All right. Well, guess what? I'm not here to watch a movie to be like a big tease for, hey, guess what? You know, stick in here for six more hours and you might get to see five minutes of what you're looking for. Well, isn't that what the superhero uh, culture is where it's just mostly a build up to the next? No. Well, and I guess that's where I disagree with it. Now, you know, if we want to I don't want to jump right to all the nightmare stuff. But uh, but I mean, there was so much more character development in this, even though I think you can see 
the discrepancy between how they portrayed Mira in this with Aquaman to opposed to the uh, the Aquaman movie. It's almost like two different characters. Like she's talking in a British accent where in the movie she's got nothing. So you can clearly see a fine line. And I think Aquaman was the least built up in this, if you're, oh, if you're sure. asking me. So, so I never actually seen the other Aquamans. And I was like, I feel like I'm missing a lot from this guy's backstory. So, yeah, you got to yeah, see Aquaman. Aquaman's awesome. That's a really good one. They pretty much did, like threw everything in the kitchen sink. Out. I was told that I have to cancel Amber Heard. So I'm not allowed to. I'm not going to be watching it. Sorry. All right. Well, you should probably still watch it. You can blank no, out the scene. Well, yeah, I'll come on. It. It's a, it's really good, man. It's a, it's a fun time. It's like a perfect like summer popcorn movie, but like has Momoa everything a, loaded in it. He's like the perfect like uh, you don't expect it to be funny kind of act exactly he just the, the little things he does is hilarious yeah so all right if, i'll give it, a, I'll give it if, a if you like that it's pretty much just like jason momoa being jason momoa uh and yaya abdul mateen's in that as well so uh get in that man uh Listen. so anyway you know hopping into it we get basically you know i would say honestly for the first two hours it's all of everybody's stories getting at least like 15 to 20 minutes and then it's like the assembly of the team and then it's like okay bruce shows up same scenes you know, we're hitting all the same beats. Um, we do get together. And then obviously it's them fighting in the tunnels. Um, that was pretty much be, I mean, there were some things that were changed, but that was almost beat for beat the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so getting into that, then the team starts building up. You, there's a lot more scenes that happened in the bad cave than was in the theatrical cut. And that part I yeah. actually liked. I really did like that part. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, the whole point is to bring back Superman. All of that was pretty much the same. You know, the only difference is Wonder Woman strongly disagreed with it in Whedon's cut. And in this cut, she's pretty much on board. Yeah. Aquaman pretty much stays in the same point. But um, in terms of Superman's return, uh, like it was the same thing. So I was actually surprised that it was the same thing in the Snyder's cut as as Whedon's. It did seem like a rushed uh, storyline. I agree. Um, and I, you know, again, saw Snyder cut first. So I, I like went in to the the second or the the theatrical cut and i was like so wait what did they do with this storyline if it's already kind of rushed and then yeah they kept it exactly the same. Yep. So, so what did you think about the first scene immediately take pay, to like picking up from uh batman versus superman similarly to how batman versus superman picks up from man of steel um and you see basically superman's scream like awakens the mother boxes uh that, yeah yeah i, I think that was I a cool that thing was awesome. Yeah, because it was kind of like, a, you know, that's an important thing. That's a, the Big Bang moment. Like, what yeah. starts everything? And it's right. like, oh, yeah, Superman dying. You know, that makes a lot of sense that that would be this completely world-shaking event that's going to cause this, you know, something that no one sees coming. And then right. now we need the rest of the superheroes to save the world. Right, exactly. I was for it. All right, cool, man. So, yeah, I mean, we get the team together and, you know, we find out that the, the big final battle is going to take place in Russia, somewhere in Eastern Europe, because it's got a lot of toxicity. Uh, you know, Batman suits up. They get ready to roll. And, you know, meanwhile, we see Mar Martian Manhunter pop in here, which was just yeah. like, if you really think about it, that scene just like didn't really make sense. It was more just like, hey, we want to show you Martian Manhunter. So here you go. Yeah. You know, you could clearly see that he he was put in and I thought the CGI could have been better on him. I would have taken less CGI on Steppenwolf and made his CGI a little bit better. <laughs> just a little bit. I know I'm sounding so greedy in this, but like, no, yeah, it was geez, man. All you want originally was this cut to be released. Now suddenly you want to redo the whole damn thing. I know. I'm not saying that because I know because compared to the other one, I really, really liked it. But, you know, in the beginning, I know I'm going to give my final thoughts on both of them. So, yeah, I want to give my backing to this. I'm trying to yeah. say that, but, you know, there's a lot of things I liked as well. So, you know, we have the Superman resurrection. He goes back. It's pretty much the same beats of the house. But what I did like uh and what i think overall was so when this first uh trailer dropped for justice league it was like this is going to be pretty cool and then all of those scenes were not in the 2017 version that we saw yeah so when i was watching this movie i felt like i had seen everything and it was almost just like all right confirmation okay this is it like between seeing the trailer between seeing the Whedon cut and all like the little things that Zack Snyder has released previously. I feel like it was just like, yep, there it is that like, it, this was the movie that they originally advertised. Like, <laughs> right. And you know, good, good, bad or indifferent. Um, so when Superman comes back, there was a, you know, some things I liked about it. Some things I didn't like shocking. Uh, but the fact that he goes with the black suit in this, I feel like, mm, I, I like the, <laughs> the black suit, but, I felt like he should have stuck with the red and blue. 
purpose but i really liked how they heard uh he heard the voice of his two fathers and it's like it's time to fly that was probably my favorite scene in the movie okay yeah yeah i mean i i was i was impressed with the whole movie so yeah you know if you're looking for my opinion it was uh i told you we were together at some point in the last month and i told you if i if they released the snyder cut you know a week after that they had released the original avengers i would have kind of i think i would have actually been more dc um prone than i i am today because at this point i'd seen batman superman and i'd seen uh suicide squad and i was like dc doesn't know what they're doing i'm not even gonna deal with this anymore yep. had it been justice league to start i've been like oh i'm gonna keep giving them tries because what they did with justice league was so good Let's make, you know, they, they're eventually going to catch lightning in a bottle again. Yeah, but they wouldn't have gotten a four hour cut. So what does Zack Snyder's cut look like if they, you know, if, it, if they would have gone forward and none of all that stuff would have happened? What's it look like? Well, How I think much of could, that is cut off? I think you could get away, especially, you know, with Avengers already happening. I think they could have got away with like a three hour cut, three hour, 15. I think cut. three hours is kind of where it's at. I would yeah. Say and honestly, like they could have made they could have cut a half hour just from speeding up a few of the, the slow mo shots. Or just that, like, yeah, that and like a lot of the Amazon stuff and the extended yeah. little things and a lot of I like the cyborg stuff, but literally the whole football scene is like eight minutes where yeah. if, if you sped it up to real time, it would have been like it 30 spins seconds. around 25 defenders. <laughs> yeah, cool. Like literally looking like Mike Vick rocking number seven. <laughs> we get it. He was a good quarterback. Yeah, okay. he, was, he was really good. Uh, but no, the final the final battle was cool. Superman didn't really do as much in this. Um, that was definitely one thing they added into. So Whedon's cut. Uh, yeah. Still still liked it. You know, I like what it all represented. It pretty much ended the same way. Um, only now Martian Manhunter shows up and he's like, you know, power, your parents would have been proud of you, Bruce. And we find out that that was originally supposed to be Green Lantern. Uh, and all of the all of this, you know, you see teases of Dark Side, knowing that he failed and now he's got to step in. Wonder Woman chops off Steppenwolf's head. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we it's still like if we were looking at this as a timeline and it was like A, B, C, D, E, like all of that still exists. It's just what happens in between those two points is now yeah, yeah. very much changed how we get there, but we get to the same place pretty much. Um, so overall I did enjoy it. I mean, compared to the other one, I wish I hadn't seen the other one that way I could actually enjoy this fully. Um, you know, I, I do like Batman better in this, like I said, but I still think there could be some changes to him. I really liked him in Batman versus Superman. There were some things I would have changed, but I really liked him. Uh, and yeah, man, I mean, I think the, oh, let's talk about really real quick before I give my rating, let's talk about sure. the, the nightmare scene. What did you think about Batman, uh, talking to the Joker at the end? Uh, that really creeped me out. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that is, has that seen drop before? Cause I feel like I'd been exposed mm -hmm. to it. Um, uh, I mean, I think they like showed a little bit of a preview. Uh, a couple okay. Yeah. Cause part of me knew that there was a, uh, like the, when I was like, they're talking and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're talking about bad Superman. And then he shows up and you're like, Oh, it was bad. Superman. Yeah. So, well, I mean, they had a nightmare scene in Batman versus Superman. I don't know, maybe that was it. then. That, yeah. Know. So yeah, they, they pick up where they left off and now, you know, it's a, it's a post-apocalyptic and now we see the flash that went back and visited Batman versus Superman. We see that, you know, Lois Lane died and got basically fried in, uh, in his or in Superman's arms, and then he gets taken over by the anti life equation. But you know, there's a lot of holes, man. You know, Darkseid finds the anti life equation, and then he gets you know axed, and then he supposedly forgets where it was, and then Steppenwolf finds it again. And Zack Snyder had to explain that to everybody after the, after the movie. So I'm like, I was so confused. I'm like, dude, you found it before. Why? What? Like, what's the big secret? <laughs> I mean, I, I missed all this. So I'm not. Even yeah. Sure. So, yeah. To be dude, honest. Sorry. You got to you got to watch it again, man. It's a whole thing. Um, um, but but yeah. no, I think that it, he he did that scene uh, post like yes. when he knew that the Snyder Cut was coming out. Right. Yes. That was. Uh, yeah. If you notice, Affleck looks more in shape. We see yeah. Batman drop an F-bomb for the first time ever, yeah, which was interesting. I mean, Cool. It was just, yeah, I mean, it was just like, whoa, what was going on? And uh, you know, Jared Leto just being creepy as anything. Yeah, classic. Hey, Jared Leto, we really need to creep you in. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, man. Yep. <laughs> that, that's what I do. So. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought I, I could tell that it was something that he put in after the fact. And I think it was more of a, hey, you know, I can do Justice League. I can also 
send this a whole different direction if you want. So I think they're just setting up for a future, or he set himself up for getting called in for a future movie. Uh, not yeah. that I feel he needs to at this point. It should be Snyder over everyone, but we'll see. Yep, I agree. And I really liked the scene. Uh, and I don't like Jesse Eisenberg, but I actually liked his Lex Luthor better in this. Um, even mm. for the two seconds he was on screen. And Joe Mangiello, Joe Mangianello, give that man a series. Give him like a six episode, just like assassin series. I'm so in for that. Over Will Smith? It's not the same character. Ah, man. Deathstroke and Deadshot. Get your facts straight. Not the same character? Not the same character. I know the one is in, uh, is, what's his name? Sam? Not Sam. Come on, you were going to say Sam Wilson, but that's actually a good transition. Oh, yes, it's something Wilson. Slade Wilson. Slade Wilson. Slade, yes. And I know that from Arrow back in the day. Yes. (laughs) Cheers, kid. (laughs) Cheers, kid. Cheers, kid. (laughs) That's just all all Thor did to me while we were drunk in college. Cheers, kid. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. I totally forgot. (laughs) Cheers, kid. Uh, All right, let's go. Let's let's hear it. Um, so overall, all right, so I'll start off with Whedon's Justice League. Okay. Go for it. From a, you know, after I saw that, honestly, I would give that movie, I would I'd probably give it a two okay. out of, out of five. Okay. You know, cause of even a couple scenes that were still in for this, I would probably give it like a 3.75. Okay. All right. I probably, I, yeah, because I don't think it breaks quite into the four tear. I really liked it, and it, that could change. That could break into the four the more I watch it and kind of, because that happened with Dark Knight Rises, dude. I love Dark Knight Rises, but like, I didn't know if it was living up to Dark Knight because it was so, like so high for me. But now, I mean, the, you know, after watching it for five or six times, you're like, dude, it just has like such a deeper meaning and you appreciate it more. So I definitely could see that happen. But um, it was a much better version. It was, you know, at least double the uh, the better version uh, that we previously saw. So now I'm happy with it. I'm happy they came out with it. But now I just think it's causing all kinds of controversy. And if you hear through the grapevine, you know, because we all can tell the sources on the Internet, Robert Pattinson is pissed. He is not happy about this because now people are calling for Ben Affleck. And now Michael Keaton, like we've been talking about, is going to be in Flash. So we are going to have like four different Batman. Yeah, I mean, at hey, one we time kinda, we knew that was coming. So it's crazy, though, man. It's it's super crazy. But um, and, uh, overall, really liked it. Obviously, you know, still would have changed some things. Still, typical Zack Snyder, exactly what I said. It, you know, hey, let's just sprinkle in. This looks really cool. This is, this looks really cool. And you know, just screw the story. This looks really cool. Like, yeah. you know, give, give me five minutes of like awesome action scenes and weird. And we're music. gonna do that point two five speed. Okay, let's do this. exactly. Everything was slow. Yeah. So you know, whatever. If you basically, if you like Zack Snyder, you're gonna love this movie if you don't like them and you still like the characters you'll still like the movie so yeah because i feel like we both went in because we heard the critics were saying if you liked Zack snyder you were gonna like the movie if you didn't you weren't gonna like the movie so i actually went in anticipating that i wouldn't like the movie and then i really enjoyed it yeah. so yeah uh personally i'm going for two uh for Zach for snyder cut two for weeding cut again i saw weeding cut following snyder cut so obviously it's not gonna live up to the, yep. the glory but um, yeah, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset that I didn't watch Justice League uh, previously, but at the same time, kind of ha- hyped that Zack Snyder is my Justice League. Yep. All right. So make a prediction real quick, other than pain. Um, do you think the Snyder verse will continue in some way or another? Because I will throw in here, if you didn't know this. So Zack Snyder got together with Jim Lee, this really famous artist who's like done a bunch of major Batman and like Superman comics and stuff like that. And he had him draw out storyboards for essentially what Justice League two and three would have been. Okay. Um, and think, based, I mean, did you hear about this? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, a little bit. So, yeah. So basically Zack Snyder's plan for was for Superman to go evil um, whatever else. And for uh, Bruce Wayne to, have been with Lois in a relationship and they had a kid and then Batman dies and then his son takes over (laughs) as the new Batman. Yes. It's like, it's crazy. So look that up. I'm not going to go into it right now. Maybe (laughs) it's hell for another day, but go check that out. Peeps. Um, I mean, 
if you do want a prediction, I'm going to say there's no way Zack Snyder doesn't do another Justice League. I think that that's really absolutely it's going to happen. It may not happen with the same exact actors as their characters, but I think that they're they're going to give him another shot because they're going to make a lot of money if he puts out another this one. So might as well do it. That's what these these uh these that's what I'm looking for. Studios are looking to do make money. Make money. All right, cool, man. Well, dude, you know what else is making money right now? Yeah, from one universe to the next. Oh, man. Speaking of Sam Wilson, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we are five episodes in. I have seen all five episodes. The hair man has only seen four because he has struggled city over there. I got Um, cut short. So this will be spoilers up till episode four. I will do my best not to spoil anything. You can even do four and a half, you know. I, I'm four and a half, left. Four and, four 20 and minutes half. left. In All right. Game. So you still saw like the beginning of episode five. Which yeah. Is- yeah. Basically the last scene I saw was uh Bucky in the boat be- and him basically being like, you need to stop flirting with my sister. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So there's like a half hour left after that. So yeah, still, yeah. yeah okay. Um, so no, I've been, uh, this series has been awesome. It's definitely not WandaVision because there's not, yeah, definitely. There's, you know, it's not a mind trip. It's very much a, a buddy cop comedy. That's the best thing I can, I can say it is at this point with a little bit of like, it's very like lethal weapon to me because you kind of have like three people and Zemo is kind of like the Joe Pesci in this is like the comedy yeah. relief as the villain, which is cool. Uh, so, yeah, you know, yeah. So up to this point, um, I thought the first two episodes were good. First three episodes were good. Um, but, you know, I thought there was points that it was like, OK, this is still a TV show. They definitely cut some stuff out. You know, the, the new Captain America wasn't being built up as much, but maybe that was intentional. But really, these last two episodes, in my opinion, have kind of really stepped their game up in terms yeah, I mean, of not I- only the action and the story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm definitely in the same boat. Uh, we just spoke and right before we met, we started recording, but the the fourth episode i think is my favorite of the marvel tv show episode so far you basically said i agree except the fifth episode is your true favorite in the marvel so yeah it's definitely building up a lot and uh yeah i've I, it's been great i agree it's not wandavision and i feel like too many people are fighting it because it's not wandavision and i get it you know uh it probably i don't know if it worked chronologically but it probably made more sense for disney to release or marvel to release Falcon Winter Soldier first and then WandaVision so that you kind of transition from this superhero to this, you know, thinking TV show. But that was the original intention. uh, Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I I get upset with people when they fault Falcon Winter Soldier because it's not WandaVision. It shouldn't be WandaVision. You know, that WandaVision only works with that. Those two characters. This is how these two characters work together. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so, I mean, <clears throat> I've really liked them building up, man. I mean, I think they have a great rapport together. I think they're. Yeah, I'm a little awesome upset that they're like, you know, I get that it, this is how the, you make the story work, but like, part of me wants uh, Sam and Bucky to be best friends. Like, go <laughs> be best friends from the start. I don't like. I I'm know. friends. People who are friends with my friends, I become friends with because we can talk about that mutual friend. It exactly. makes me so thrown off the two of them like don't like each other despite being uh, Steve Rogers two best friends so watch the second half of this episode that will, that will very much get get better yeah i could tell from what i see you know they're becoming buddy buddy and you know bucky's coming out of nowhere to to help fix up his boat and right. so many awesome 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 funny moments with sebastian stan so he's I, good he really is good in this man they, re- they should have i'm like upset that they didn't dig more into bucky in the captain america and in, in the avenger movies because he really is like there's no reason why he should just been this like solemn uh, board guy like right. for the first three four phases of this yeah i i totally agree man and uh i think with that being said you know i you, you definitely can see like <clears throat> like going back um that there there could have been more opportunity for them to kind of build up but i'm happy that they're starting to uh really pick that up sam and him are really starting to you know bond a little bit but, uh, you know, I, I guess the one thing that's still throwing me off from it is like with the Zemo stuff is awesome. The Flag Smashers, they remind me a lot. Like I'm seeing a lot of similarities in this show and it's a good like it's not a bad thing, but I'm seeing a lot of the similarities between this show and some of the Netflix shows that I've watched previously from Marvel. OK, to be honest with you, the Flag Smashers remind, remind me a lot of um, the uh, the bad guys in The Punisher. 
Um, okay. Like they have the same, very similar masks and they, and like the extremists um, villains from Iron Man. And also the thing with like, we know Sam's going to get the suit in the last episode. They kind of, yeah, that's kind of sure. insinuated at this point, very much like daredevil at the last episode of daredevil, every freaking season, he would have like some sort of new suit or something. And I feel like that's just a trope. And then with any movie, you know, in the third act, they're going to get its new suit suit up and do their thing. Um, so I think a lot of that was like the same story beats, Definitely dragged it out a lot. A lot. I thought that they had, were going to give Sam Super Soldier Serum up to this point. Yeah, and I really want them to. I don't think they're going to give it to him though. I don't think so either. Uh, which I don't really understand. Like I didn't understand when they didn't give it to John because it's like that's what makes Captain. You know, I appreciate Steve Rogers for being you know the, this great guy and embodying the, the Captain America persona, but like. He's not a superhero if he wasn't, you know, jacked to the brim and could jump over mount or jump over buildings and all that jazz. Like, there's no way that uh, why am I blanking on his full name? John Walker, right? Yeah, John Walker. Yep. There's no way that John Walker is becoming Captain America because he can throw a shield really well. Like, right. The the first time he gets punched, he gets punched off a freaking truck like i think i think it was more for a pro so i think you're seeing so many similarities between john walker and the first avenger um in between like he's there for propaganda man like he's there as, as a walking advertisement just to make people feel better as you can see like yeah he's government backed but the majority of this show him and lamar are just like kind of off on their own doing their thing yeah <laughs> so you know real quick just to give the story beats here you know sam is uh, is obviously given the shield by captain america at the end of the avengers endgame he decides to give it up thinks it's better they appoint this new guy john walker um who's you know a three medal winner in the army and they give him a partner named Battlestar. and then we find out that there's this crazy group called the flag smashers and sam starts tracking them down um bucky ends up you know finding him and he's like why'd you give up the shield they start partnering up realizing it's it's a bigger plan of an operation and start chasing them around the globe basically meanwhile every time sam and bucky go somewhere and start getting a lead which includes breaking out baron zemo which daniel brule deserves an emmy for what he's doing in this show man it's been very impressive I've, when I've he been... is fist bumping at the club i was like yes <laughs> this is awesome the fact that they made the hour long uh, cut of him just dancing in a club. Yes. You know, that's it a good awesome. explanation of what's going on in this. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, we, we see a lot of, you know, current issues brought in about a black man being Captain America. We find out Isaiah Bradley was, a, you know, the super soldier that came after Captain America, Steve Rogers, and he was tested on. And that's how they built the other super soldier serum. Um, and, you know, we find out that uh, Carly Morgenthau, who's running the Flag Smashers, she's crazy. Oh, got to shut down the old phone there. Um, she's crazy. And uh, and she's running this group. And, you know, really, you like I she's playing a very similar character. Did you you, you didn't see a solo uh, a Star Wars story, right? No, I did not. She pretty much plays the exact same character called Emphis Nest in this movie. So that's kind of how I know her. Um, but she's pretty good in this. Obviously, we have Sharon Carter showing up as a, uh, a I guess, what, running from the law who's taken over in Madripoor. And yeah, we've been hearing the, the a lot about that guy. Yes. the Yes. And we hear about the power broker. That's been the overarching um, thing in this episode or excuse me, in this season is this power broker who uh, we have not seen yet. It could be one of the characters we have seen. It probably is at this point by one of the scenes that we see in this episode. Um but no, I mean, overall, how do you like it so far, man? What do you like? What do you dislike? Yeah, no, I mean, definitely like it. This is uh, very much in the same vein of what I expect from Marvel, and they're doing a good job with it. There are some things that I don't like Then I wish, you know, it's something, continuity, you know, uh, for, for one, I wish that now I knew, had a better understanding of Bucky's backstory. Maybe it's just I haven't seen, you know, First Avenger. I haven't seen... Uh, well, you should may want to do that, hair. If you're wondering, no, why. no, I ha I'm sorry, sorry. I have seen, I haven't seen it in a while. Okay, all right. Say, sorry, sorry. I'm like, well, I'm, yeah. There's pretty I'm easy answer to that. Pretty sure I've seen Winter Soldier twice and not once in the last couple of years. So there, yeah, there's stuff like that. But like, you know, I wish that the the one of the big things that jumps out at me is that the Steve Rogers taking this the super serum first time along, like he was like in pain and he's that you know dying while it's happening but then john walker can like do it between the cutscenes. like he can just i know that that bothered me they really should have with him yeah like so, it, th so this was supposed to be eight episodes or 10 episodes or something like that and they cut it down like no. how do you not show him taking the super soldier serum yeah 
Like, come on, man. Like, you should show him, like, debating it and going nuts. I will say, Wyatt Russell is really creepy in this show. Like, the way that he, he, like, tilts his head a little bit, like, it's perfect. So, I love that aspect. But, you know, obviously, we know that he was going to get the Super Soldier Serum after he um, knocks out Zemo and knocks Carly down. Uh, So, of course, there's one vial left. And then he's talking to Lamar. And then next thing we know, he's throwing a shield through the wall. And it's yeah. like, okay, all right. Now we, I mean, we know what happened, but there, come on, you give me 60 seconds. Oh, he, of showing yeah. that. He, he quickly drank this while he ran down the stairs. Okay, cool. Right. Like, no, that, that doesn't make any sense. Um, right. You brought it up earlier. You know, I think that they're, they're either not dipping their feet in enough into the, the race issue. And it's probably something that's going to come up in the next few, because it is the, you know, black Captain America is what they want to draw on. But like, it's either like part of me wants them to either draw away from it or dive into it more because it just, it, it's a weird position right now. Like it was just kind of brought up in the one episode where they go uh, to the, the guy's house, Isaiah's house. And then suddenly like wasn't touched on again. Now suddenly it's touched on a bunch in this episode, but like I, this, I got to imagine this was a huge ordeal in the, the comic books because these comic books were coming out in the, the, during the civil rights movement so like that's a big deal and i feel like they're just kind of like brushing on it and in today's culture like it's something they could easily really dove into and it would have been really good instead they're just kind of pitter-pattering around it and i'm like uh this is so annoying like come on either either go big or go home like this is a very huge issue that you're just deciding to uh, touch on a little bit but we don't want to offend it it's like come on do something now um, I feel like they do a lot more in this episode to uh, to like you'll see once they start digging into this they do address a lot of that and Sam's pretty like upfront and vocal about it. Yeah, yeah, and then also then that's another thing. It's like Anthony Mackie is probably the best serious actor in like the Marvel universe. Like he's the guy that if you were to go into you know a, a serious uh, position, he can pull it off. Like I think of his Black Mirror episode. Like that's one of the best Black Mirror episodes ever done so if he you have him you might as well take advantage of this but it's really they're gonna do it in episode five of a six series or six episode miniseries uh, all right um but yeah i mean there's also plenty i like i'm so happy that we are seeing action again you know this is why i watch superhero stuff i want to see people kicking butt um i am so happy that the comic relief of this has been fantastic like i enjoyed wandavision's comic relief this is like a whole different ball game maybe it's just you know I'm a guy, so I'm drawn to the the buddy cop comedies. But like the two of them just playing off of each other has been amazing. Uh, the scene I just watched, you know, they're they're working on the boat and they're like, "Oh, how are we gonna get this off the truck?" And Bucky just picks it up with his mechanical <laughs> arm and drops it. And he's like, "There you go." <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's that stuff. Like uh, it's always it's always the little stuff that really makes a movie, makes a TV show, and they're doing a great great job with the little stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I totally agree. And, you know, I'm really enjoying I can't wait for you to see the end of this episode because I think a lot of that will be uh, will be set up. But, yeah, there's definitely something going on with Sharon Carter. But I don't know if it's a misdirection or not. It's like so did you see who pops up in this episode as a cameo? Did you get that far? Okay. Okay. All right. So there you'll see a very famous actor or actress shows up in this. Matt Damon. No, Matt Damon. No, <laughs> Matt Damon as uh, Loki. <laughs> no, no. Even though he will be in the fourth Thor. No, you'll yes. you'll you'll know who who I'm talking about. Um, so wait for that because it's really setting up something for the future, and okay. I I'm not going to talk about it right now. So you guys I will watch this right after we're done here. So. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, so yeah, man, I don't want to spoil too much more, but yeah, I'm really excited to see the end. We'll do a full finale review, but really like where that's at. Obviously, we all, like I'm in big favor of Sam being the Captain America. I think he's really earned it after this series. This series yeah. has really opened him up as a character, and like you said, Anthony Mackie is killing it. Like the way that he's approaching everything, his whole demeanor is worthy of Captain America. So I'm really excited to see where things go and what this suit looks like, man. Yeah, it's like, I feel like, uh, you know, Captain America is just a constant battle between doing, you know, kicking butt and doing what's right. And every time I see Anthony Mackie's face, I just feel like that's what's going on in his head. He's like, doesn't know if he should kick butt or if he should just do what's right. So yep. perfect Captain America. Yeah, dude, whole with you. So, dude, Good job, Marvel, keep it up. Yeah, great. So, two, two for two as far as the shows go. Obviously, it's still TV series, but compared to everything else that's on, it's pretty awesome. Um, all right. So, 
Also pretty awesome stuff. Let us hop into some sports. We're really just going to, I know baseball started. We will, you know, keep getting on that as we go along here, but NBA is really where we want to talk. Yeah. And we're fresh off of uh, the Sixers Nets meeting each other two nights ago. Yeah, we are here. I don't know what you're so excited about. The Nets second unit almost beat you guys. First so, of all, uh, because we are second unit, let the league because they were just screwing around for a quarter and a half. But well, you know, everyone knows that uh, in the playoffs, second units don't matter. Oh wait, no, never mind. They actually play a really big part. So, uh, yeah, well, guess what? We just needed to be more focused in that specific game. But now, dude, I'll walk it back. Tobias Harris has been playing out of his mind. He's playing very well this season. Yeah, uh, is, is this a? Sean Thornton eats a lot of crow episode. No, 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 no. I would say, I would say Sean Thornton eats like, I don't know, a couple crow size, you know, bites like a couple nuggets <laughs> and say that, yeah, Tobias played out of his mind. Maybe it really is the doc rivers effect, which if that's the case, great, put him with any other coach. And that's what he is. But with doc, apparently it's like, he just gets like a, you know, cheat code, like a power up. Um, with that being said, In the regular ben, season. <laughs> in the regular season, but Ben Simmons is still extremely disappointing. Why are you disappointed with Ben Simmons at this point? He is playing like the defensive player of the year. Like, yeah, he, from it, okay, but like Tony Allen was the defensive player of the year. Was I really like, you know, he still doesn't give me anything offensively. Yeah, but Tony Allen's not the center of my team. Also, Tony Allen. The comparison is completely different because Tony Allen was a lockdown. Man I know. I'm just. Defender. I know. I'm just thinking of like a really good. Ben defender. Simmons just changes the entire. I know. I, and the thing is, he probably will win Defensive Player of the Year if I were yeah. guessing. If I, I were don't guessing. think they want to give it to Gobert, so I think it's. I don't. It, yeah, exactly. I don't think they if, want to either. Basically, if they don't give the MVP to Embiid, then they're going to give him Defensive Player of the Year. If they give the MVP to Embiid, then they give Defensive Player of the Year to Ben Simmons. It might go to both, dude. I mean, if they're the number one seed in the East, that makes sense. It's not. It's not out of the question. It's. I mean, it's not. But I. I don't know. Crazier I mean, so things way, have happened. But the way voting goes nowadays, like this, I is, know, we bring I it up all the time when we're talking about vote, like the the fatigue of voting for someone too much. Like, I know. That's, too I know. Much that's why, like, you, people are only MVPs for two years, and then we get over it, and then we go. Well, also, Embiid's not the MVP. So. Well, I mean, you just pretty much said he is. He's pretty good, though. But I will. Yeah. Get who's the MVP? Harden. Get it, no, out still of here. Jokic, in my opinion, because especially he's now the, he's that. Yeah, especially now that he's to play without it, the you know arguably the the one B of his team, and as long as they don't drop out of the playoffs or they don't drop to this the sixth seed or into the play the play in tournament, you got to give it to him. He's doing playing so well. He's absolutely revolutionized the the position. This is like the the Steve Nash argument. You know, it was going to Steve Nash no matter what back in 06 because he changed everything. Basketball is changing. They're gonna give it to Jokic here because Giannis is having a down year. LeBron's been hurt too much. Uh, he thinks they don't want to give it to Embiid because they're worried about like what it's going to do to his like ego and everything. Nah. So I think here's going to be the one hindrance on Embiid that they can use as a scapegoat. They're going to, they're going to put his like time down against him. Like games, yeah, play. yeah. games played is going to be where what's going to hurt him. And that's, you know, that should be part of it. Like you can't just hundred percent. should Yeah. We shouldn't say that he's MVP if he meet, misses 20 games, but uh, right. Yeah. And that's hard. To, and that's hard to give a guy, you know, who misses 20. I mean, that's a, that's a quarter of your season, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, no, I will say Thor, listen, I had low expectations for the 76ers. I knew that they'd be a top four seed, but they're playing much better than I anticipated. And they're, they're committed to the defense. You know, that's what, you know, if, I was reading an article earlier today and they basically talked about Tibbs and like, you know, what's happening with the Knicks and the easiest way for you to, to make a veteran player happy is by proving that you can, you know, bring it every single night. And the easiest way to prove that you can bring it every night is by playing really good defense. And these are multimillionaires who made multimillions by putting the ball in the bucket, not by stopping someone else from putting the ball in the bucket. So like, you really have to get these people to, to buy in and locks down and so far. Yep. Again, I've been saying Doc isn't a playoff team, isn't a playoff coach, and it's going to be much harder for him to keep these people motivated through the playoffs. But if he pulls it off, maybe something crazy happens in Philly this year. Dude, I, I think this is it, man. I think if they're going to do it, I think they're going to make it to the finals this year. I think if, 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 if there's going to be a year, it's going to be this year. I think the Nets, when they're all healthy, yes, super dangerous. But, dude, I think, and I've been saying this since the beginning, Kyrie is the biggest wild card on that. KD cashing it in is the big, like there needs to be some sort of cohesion. And it's, I feel like they play together for five to 10 games and then, you know, one's out or one's out. It's like, it's rare that you're having the big three play together with that bench at full staff. And 
I, I don't know, man. I don't know if a team like that is going to have a really good shot. I feel like My, I, I feel like it's like LA ally with um, ally uh, with like Kobe and Dwight and Steve Nash. And, and that's, it's almost kind of what it reminds me of. So my argument to that is, yes, I agree. It would be much better if they were playing together and we could see what they could do. The one thing that I was crazy impressed with was Katie's first game back him playing with the big men. It seemed like he was playing, had been playing with them all year. So he like, yes, wasn't on the court, but he was at each of these games. You know, he was in the huddles. He was working, you know, pulling these guys, Nick Claxton aside and going over with all this stuff. So like, it could have been, you know, he could have been more removed. So I think that they, he has a step forward and it's just, it's Katie. It's not like, you're not worried about how Kyrie's going to gel because he's been playing with most of these guys all season. You're not worried about how James Harden is going to gel. Look, he's going to get 15 assists with his eyes closed. You're sort of worried about Katie and how he's going to gel, but let's face it. He's top five player in the league. So, you know, people gel around him. He doesn't gel to other people. And the, the, the first game back, he, proved it to me. I was like, okay, he's going to, he's probably going to pull this off. Um, you know, it's, it's really easy to everyone to be like, Hey, you know, only one ball, but when push comes to shove, like talent really reigns supreme. Every single NBA team since 04 has had one of the most talent, talented rosters in the league and the Nets have talent. So do you think Eastern conference finals is a wrap Sixers V Brooklyn we're going to be flying up and down 95. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I'm going to say this, dude, it goes without saying if that goes down, we all have to get together and, and go hard for that one. Yeah. yeah. Can't, that's can't the, actually go to the game. Cause it's going to cost an arm and a leg. No, you know what I mean though? We I like, think we, we can get together. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I'll buy, no, I'll buy Logan his first uh, Nets Jersey. He can rock it during these games. <laughs> I'll rock, I'll rock my Tyrese maxi Jersey. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that, that sounds awesome. But uh, all right. So here's what I'll say. Uh, you know, being in sales especially nothing is ever a lock here man so obviously that would be ideal that would be the best finals and i think that is what's going to happen if it doesn't then that's going to be a major disappointment and it's going to send a shock to one of these teams um because that means that one of these guys is getting knocked out in the first or second round and that would be yeah. extremely embarrassing like that like think about that for either franchise like it's it's conference finals or bust and you know I even think- that the Sixers withstand it way better. The Nets, they lose in the first one of the first. Oh, dude. I don't, I feel like Philly freaks if we lose in the first two rounds. Well, so that's Philly freaks. The rest of the country is like, eh, whatever. If the Nets yes. lose it, everybody and their mother, they treat them worse than they did the 11 Heat. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's going to be really bad. Um, so yeah, I think in an ideal world, I just don't think the Bucks have what it takes. Like we talked about, I mean, like you said, Giannis is, he's having a down year, even though, you know, he's still good. It's just, he's one dimensional. Unfortunately, he really is just a one dimensional player. And I know he's trying to spread himself a little bit. He just doesn't have that skill set yet. And as I've said before, Chris Middleton is like a good, like two guy or whatever. He's just not as good. I think as everybody has thought he is at this point. Yeah. And I think people are hyping up Drew Holiday more than. And you know what? Every time I watched Drew Holiday play, and that's the thing, he played with the Sixers. He was solid, but it was kind of the same thing. It was like you saw flashes of greatness, but then it's just like it's it's kind of streaky, man, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, if, if I had to choose between my third best player, I'd prefer Kyrie Irving versus Drew Holiday. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, so and yeah. in your case, I guess I just I would pick. Seth Curry. Oh, to- Toby. Tobias, Toby's yeah. your third guy. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I might uh, even take Toby Harris over. Uh, I'm telling you what, man. He's got you know he's got some moves in the paint. He's you know he's a bigger guy and he's been shooting a lot better this year. So that's good. Um. So yeah, I mean, going forward, the one-two. That's obviously what you want to see in any conference finals. Um. So that that is my goal. And I guess just to, as we're talking about this, who do you think is coming out of the West? Yeah. So I think that the you know I think it's still. Battle of LA, um, unless the Jazz pull something off. The Jazz, you know, we've been high on them the whole whole year so far, and they are really living up to it. You know, they're we called that hair man if they if they go to the finals, dude. We called that so I, hard. I also said Suns top three that you told me wasn't a big deal, and I was like, no, that is a big prediction. I don't yeah. think that's a big deal, dude. The way they ended last season, come on, man, get out of here. Don't jump from eight to top three. Absolutely, you do. Look what the Sixers have done, man. They did that a couple years West, ago. Not in the Western Conference, at least. All right, um, whatever, man. But back to what I was saying. Yeah, if the the Jazz look really good, you know they're shooting really well, and they're not letting other teams shoot really well. So that's usually a a recipe to success. Um, yeah, I 
it's got to be an LA team. And I'm starting to think that it might be the Clippers. They've just really so well. Yeah, Paul George is on a whole different level. You know, you're going to get playoff Kawhi, who's just going to turn into the claw. And Rondo is going to prove to be a huge pickup. I was, yeah, but I mean, I still think they got hosed in that trade. But it, it's going to be better for their team. But I just think Lou, Lou Will is just so yeah, much yeah. better than Rondo. Yeah, we get it. Lou Will was a sixer and you really like him. Uh, but so Rondo, I don't know if you saw, but I think in like uh, 102 minutes with Rondo on the court for the Clippers, they're plus 71. That's yeah. unbelievable. Those are those are video game numbers. So. You know, I th- it, we'll, we'll see. I think it is. If, I, if I'm if i making a prediction right now, Clippers come out just to switch it up a little bit. Part of me thinks that the NBA wants that to happen too. Uh, but at the same time, if you told me LeBron's going to average a triple-double through the entire playoffs and AD is going to go for 25 and 15, that also could happen. And it could be the Lakers yet again. So mm. it's exciting though. This is going to be a really good, uh, good Dude, end of the if year. If I have to fit. I could totally see the Sixers the year they go to the finals. It's like the the year the Phillies went to the World Series. They were playing the uh, the Rays. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like the Philly, the Sixers are gonna be playing the Jazz. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, the Sixers won, but uh, the TV ratings were in the garbage. Nobody watched. To tell you the truth, though, that would probably be the best matchup because you got Gobert against Embiid, you got Conley against Simmons. You you know what I mean? Like that. You got Mitchell against Simmons and to and Toby. You got Bogdanovich like. Those are two stacked lineups. I don't know. Everyone would be really pissed when they're like, oh, the scores aren't breaking 100 every night. This yeah, is that, the worst thing. That ever. is, well, I mean, it depends. It depends how Embiid man, you know, goes up against a, um, Gobert if he just dominates him or not. Yeah. But, no, it's, I mean, yeah. It, I'm excited. This is going to be great wind down. I'm pumped as hell for this play in tournament. I, I know Mark Cuban doesn't like it and Luca doesn't like it, but hey, the fans really like it. And that's yep. kind of what's important here because we're now, the ones does that are, start. I'm not totally sure. Uh, it's got to be. I think there's probably should look into the numbers, but I think there's like 20 games left, maybe 15 games left. So then they pick it up basically right after the regular season. Um, and then that uh, last year that happened in what basically they played three out of four days, I think. So yeah. it should be real quick. Oh, that was awesome, yeah. man. I can't wait yeah. for playoffs. Exactly. I'm, love NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs are something else. So. Yes, they are. All right. Cool, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, man. Welcome, welcome back. Hey, big old number twenty-seven. Who are we call him? Uh, Scott Rowland. Scott uh, Rowland. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah, we will. Uh, so next time, I know we did not really get into the NFL, but I definitely want to hear your thoughts uh, on the draft picks and things like that. So next time, maybe we'll even do like a mini draft preview because I know oh. we're coming up on that. So maybe that's a good idea. Maybe we'll do like a uh, you know top ten, something like that, top fifteen. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, in the meantime, you guys know where to find us. Thoris in the Hair Show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere you get your podcasts. Hair Man, what you got to say before we skedaddle? Hey, thanks for joining us again, guys. We'll uh, do our best to make this more of a regular thing. We're trying, man. Man, we hungry. You know it's hot who, out. Who saw life get in the way? Oh, not yeah, this, this guy. All right, people. Until next time, you know the deal. Peace, Hair Man. See ya. See ya. Yeah,